systems are a go. Confirming all systems are a go. Launching the podcast. Three, two, one. This is Hello from Mars. All right, welcome back. Uh, it is Hello from Mars season two. We're starting off strong here. What are you drinking? This is the... I mean, who knows? We could get sponsored. This is the... Oh, oh, I would love one. You're right? This is the Bud Light Seltzer flannel fall fall flannel pack flannel fall pack and this is the toasted marshmallow i rated it a seven out of ten it's a little sweet but doable i celebrated my 20th high school reunion it hurts saying it I, it I know 20th high school reunion over the summer and um you know that's how i know you you're you were the year below me so you're getting ready how's that feel i'm not going no no are, are, are you having is your class having one do you know because here's here's what I'll tell you is like we we may not have had one. It was during the pandemic, pandemic. you know, so it's like it was very easy for everybody to just kind of gloss over it, especially since like somebody it was tried doors though, right? Yes, but this is what I'm getting at. We have a Facebook group and you know people post it in occasionally, but the guy who is going to be on uh, this episode in a, just a little bit here, Adam Trudeau, he just I don't know him. He posted in the beginning of the year. Like, would anybody be interested in this? And, you know, the whole thing was like, nobody really had any kind of traction with it. So he decided, you know what? I'm going to do it. Looking to see if my class has a group. <gasps> we do. Somebody was like, <laughs> we should have our reunion at Secrets. 2011. <laughs> oh, gosh. So for those who don't know what Secrets is, there was one of the roller skating arenas. Is they, that, is that they, still yes, there? it is. The the skating arena is Guptal's. It's one of the largest, I think, I in think the country. I think, it, no, I think it's the World. Guinness World Record holder. Okay, that might be a thing. Um, I think. But it's in Latham, New York. So it's like, you know, 10, 15 minutes from here. And... Inside was I'm this, this teen nightclub that, uh, I mean, throughout high school, it was like, whoa, not whoa, one, whoa. not two, but three, three, three water whoa, cannons. Whoa, 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 water cannons. And from what I know, because I never went, uh, the water cannons were like super soakers. <laughs> like, it was something stupid. Saturday nights at Secrets, closed. Fridays okay. at Secrets, closed. closed. <laughs> so, so it's not a thing okay, right now. Also, okay, also, I just want everyone to know, I wish I could blow this up. But the picture that's on Are here... Are they wearing Hawaiian lace? This is legit from 2000. Oh, my God. Look at those haircuts. Look yeah, it is. Oh, my God. That dude's wearing a sweater vest. Okay. So, that is definitely... That is not a beer, but he wants you to think of it. Right. Is. That's 1999. That's Easy. not even 2000. Um, oh, my God. Okay. So, that's definitely going to get posted. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> you might recognize yourself in some of these photos from Secrets. you got to send me those. Um, I'm just going to so send you this whole website. We So, we met at Shenandoah. Yep. Do you have any memories that stand out that will embarrass the hell out of me? Because I have blocked a lot of high school out. Oh, I remember our super swanky outfits. Like, there was this one picture. Like, I was, me and my kids were looking at it recently, and they were dying. They were dying. I was super... Her fashion was not that bad. I remember this outfit. Like, I wore it yesterday. Couldn't tell you what I had for dinner last night, though. Um, <laughs> blue Skechers. I had Skechers on. And, like, pants that I wear to bed now. Like, these gray linen mm -hmm. pants not linen they weren't linen they were like cotton like, like yeah. pajama pants okay that were full length not the capris i wear now and i had a white fila sweatshirt not a hoodie oh this is in the courtyard this yes, yeah. It, yes, yeah, yes yes you were super fashionable and like black doc martens <laughs> and like dressy gray like dress pants with a like a pale pink i want to think it was a tank top or a turtle it might have been a turtleneck uh, a blazer. A blazer. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was fancy. 
You were. I was fancy I was... like with my with my blonde highlights that nobody will ever see ever again. I was thinking um, about okay, so I was thinking about um, getting a nose piercing. Mm, I'm not doing it. Mm, someone you do realize down. you do realize if you did that, I'd be like, oh, midlife crisis creeping yeah, on I think in. That was the problem. Uh, and that's why we're not doing it. <laughs> well, you uh, I I want to throw it right now to Adam, um, so we can it, it find out exactly how this. Uh, reunion got lifted off the ground and, and how he made all of this happen because he really did it single-handedly. I mean, it was such a great how day. How many people came? At least a few hundred. I mean, a, I mean a couple the class hundred. of eight-something. Uh, we, I mean, we had the largest class. I was going to say, reunion. you seem to think that everything was pretty it was, fluid. Yes, it was For awesome. lack of other terms. Right. That was a very 2021 term to use. Uh, but that being said, here is my talk with Adam. <laughs> it's funny. I got I got ID'd the other night. <laughs> I was out meeting a friend, and I was just waiting for her, and I, I ordered a drink, and uh, the girl looks at my ID. She asked for it. I'm like, yeah, sure. Please take it. <laughs> yeah, she right. Looks at it, and she looks at me. She looks back at me. <clears throat> and she goes, a lot of moisturizer, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you should have said that's a personal question and I'll thank you to stay out of my affairs. <laughs> I mean, at first I was like, oh, what a compliment. And then I was like, what an ass like <laughs> but whatever I, I mean hey you know that was the the best i matt matt de rocher at the reunion looked around and he goes we're a good looking bunch we have an age at all you know it's seriously pretty it's pretty no, cool. it was great because that that was just the case there were some people that i have not seen in 20 years and i walked up to i immediately knew their first and last name i knew what classes i had with them. and then there were a bunch that i was like well i didn't our, our class was so big that i didn't know you back then therefore i certainly don't know you 20 years later but still everybody got a hug and everybody got welcomed and, and yeah. it worked out great what what made you be so like triumphant about this like you were all gung-ho you the way you presented it like you wanted to make this happen. So tell me, what was it that sparked this fire under you? So I would say the biggest thing was uh, recognizing the need for it and the want for it. So I know with me, um, much like my business sense, that if I feel like I have a good idea, I'm going to run with it. I'm going to go full charge. And if I fall flat on my face, then I get up. I learn from those mistakes and I try it again. So the beginning of this year, as I'm reflecting myself on, holy cow, it's been 20 years since we came out of high school. It doesn't feel that way, right? Really doesn't. Really doesn't. So as I'm just reflecting on this, I'm saying to myself, we got to do something. Somebody, somebody has to step up and do something because if this is important to me, and there were another 800 plus kids in our class. It's got to be important to someone else as well. And so we started with the, the Facebook page. I just put the feelers out there at the beginning of the year and said, hey, this is this is what's happening. We all know it's our 20 year reunion. Who's going to step up and do this? A few weeks went by and kind of just heard crickets. You know, people had ideas here and they people chimed in and said, oh, yeah, it's a great idea. We should do that. We should do that. But nobody was really coming to the plate with, you know, anything, anything substantial. And I'm not a very patient guy. So, you know, <laughs> I gave I gave everybody a couple of weeks and then I said, you know what, I'm doing this and we're doing this and it's going to start now. And this is how it's going to happen. And this is what I think we should do. And um, 
the response was just astounding. Um, it really was. It was, it, it blew me away because again, if I felt the need to have that connection again with old friends, with, with current friends that we've maintained with all this stuff after coming off this year of COVID where our lives are on hold, clearly a lot of other people felt that as well. And everybody jumped on the idea. Well, and I think that's the thing, right? Like, uh, I know that somebody tried to do something at the 10 year mark, but yep. it just kind of fell flat. Uh, yeah. And then, and then we all just had such this tumultuous 2020 where, I mean, it was just unlike anything that uh, we're a generation too, that has experienced quite a bit of stuff. I mean, even just, if you think of like nine 11 and like all these like weird things that we've had to go through in, in our lifespan. And then, and then this past year with COVID happened. And I think it just, it made us all realize how important the connections are mm -hmm. and the people that we have come in contact with and how short life is. So mm. we've got to embrace it. And we were all just ready for a party. So yeah. like you picked the perfect time to like start. Posting that was it. <laughs> that was it. Is that most of us are always down for a good party. Hence started the planning. This was back in geez, February, I suppose mm. for four solid months of planning and organizing. Well, and it went off awesome. I mean, I know the weather didn't cooperate for us necessarily, but I mean, clearly we didn't need to worry about the weather because we all, yeah. I, that's the thing too. It's like you, you mentioned, we came from a huge class. I think at that point at Shenandoah, it was the largest class they had ever had. And because of that, I mean, lots of different personalities, lots of clashing, lots of clicks back then. Uh, so I know there were a lot of people. I mean, I'm one of them. I was nervous to go because I ended up being friends, like better friends, probably with people a little bit below us, uh, a couple of years below us. Um, so I just didn't know what to expect, you know, going in. But I will say this, I walked up and I was instantly hugged. Like I was like people ran over and hugged me. And and it was just like, hey, how you doing? Like people that have been like following my career that I had no idea that were even following. And I'm like, why didn't you add me on a different Facebook page? So I knew that you were around. But it was just it was so cool to just have that that camaraderie and like be able to just like embrace each other. I, I wish that we all could have been like that way back when, uh, you know, cause it would have yeah. just made high school <laughs> a different experience. Um, but, you know, speaking of, you know, I, I have to, I have to pull it out. Right. Like I, ah. mine, got, mine has mold all over it because uh, for those who don't know, I, you know, I had moved to Boston for like three years and uh, I had a tenant renting out my house and I had some stuff in storage and the tenant happened to move it in a corner of the basement where there's some water coming in. So, you know, the side of it looks really good, but, um, look at, look at this guy right here. <laughs> Who's that kid? Bad, right. So, so looking at that guy, looking at that kid, uh, you know, what, what was going through your head leaving high school? Like what, what, what were your plans then? And maybe what kind of changed to get to you, get to you where you are right now? So good question. Um, leaving high school, <clears throat> I pretty much had, uh, I, I always had the goal in mind that I wanted to work with my hands. I, I wanted to fix things. I've been doing it since I was a kid. I have a picture. I'm literally, I don't know, I'm three years old. I must be, well, let's say I'm two years old because I'm still in a diaper. <laughs> Reality is maybe I was five or six, but whatever. 
I'm standing there in a diaper with a screwdriver in my hand and I'm tightening a cabinet door. And so, you know, I may have been five or six, but whatever. I was, I was a late, you know, diaper bloomer. Who cares? Hey, bloomer, it's okay. And, uh, and so it's, it's just in my blood. Um, uh, raised and, and taught the trade by my grandfather, who's an architect, who's extremely detail oriented and had his own very successful um, architectural firm. Uh, my uncle then purchased the firm in the 90s, still runs it today. And ever since I was uh, probably seven or eight years old, I started working for my grandfather at his property. And as his business became more successful, we built onto his property. I did my first edition when I was 10. Um, and it just really stuck with me. It was, it was something I was good at. I was passionate about. And I said, you know what? I said, one of these days, I'm going to do this on my own and I'm going to do it the best that I can. And I'm going to do it better than my quote unquote competition. So I just kept working at it. And all through high school, I took, you know, I was, I was really into the tech classes and the woodworking classes. I took all that stuff. When I graduated, went to Hudson Valley and, to, and studied construction management, construction technology. After that, basically just spent the next you know, anywhere from two to four years, I spent working with individual trades. So I worked, you know, as, as an apprentice um, with uh, an electrician for uh, a short time. I did HVAC for a decent amount of time. I did framing. I did carpentry. I did. I, I dabbled in all of this stuff until I got to a point where I said, you know what? I'm confident in what I'm doing. I can do it on my own. Uh, and in some cases, I can do it better than the way I was taught. Uh, again, I said, you know, I think there's a need out there for general contractors that actually give a crap about their customers and about the work that they do. And they're not just hacks. And um, yeah, they're not just trying to make the quick buck, get the job done quick, get, yeah. out get to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was, uh, it was 2009 was the last time I worked for anybody. And I opened my business officially in 2010 carried it on through, you know, going strong until now. Um, and, uh, and then the home inspection business. So I needed essentially with, with the work that I'm doing, it's very physically demanding, especially because I do most of my work by myself. Uh, so I needed to have a backup plan seeing as I'm staring 40 in the face in a few short years. Just and I you, said, not me. I mean, I'm still 20. No, 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 uh, you're still, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> And so, you know, I said, I got to have a backup plan. So I, I had um, wanted to get into home inspections for a long time, for a few years, it had been a goal of mine. And as it would turn out, I, I went back to school in 2019, then COVID, uh, had to finish my school online and, and a, a four month program essentially took about 13 months to finish and take all the testing and get my license and get everything rolling. And I did all of that through COVID. I opened my second business officially. So um, that's impressive. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm sure like, you know, everything happens in the way, like, cause you were right in there in the, the heat of it and the heart of it, like, you know, but as somebody on the outside trying to do anything during the last year was challenging in itself, but to, you know, launch something like that and to start it off and, you know, that that's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. So you're like, proud of yourself for that. I feel like it's, I enjoy the challenge of, of what I do. That's, that's my, that's, that's kind of like my driving force in everything, right? It's like, if you tell me I can't do something, 
hold my beer <laughs> because I'll do it. <laughs> and so, I mean, it all circles back. It circles back to this reunion thing. It was like, okay, we had a need and the need yeah. is pretty big and it's, it's going to be an undertaking and nobody wanted to do it. I said, okay, hold my beer. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. Hold your beer. And then everybody was holding beer. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. by the way, better you than I with the technology classes. I think my big accomplishment in one of those tech classes was like I built a shelf. It was literally a piece of wood. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. And do you still have it to this day? <laughs> no, no, because that I probably broke it. Like, I, how do you break that? But I probably did because I'm also very accident prone. But that's <laughs> When it comes to when it comes to back back in the day, um, do you have like a, a memory that stands out of being? you know, with that class and, and just it being in high school, like something that you always kind of think back to. That's funny because I, during this whole reunion process, I had my yearbook out and I was going through old pictures and reading old messages and stuff. And, um, uh, one thing that stands out for me in high school was, was senior year. Uh, I had been telling, I've been telling everybody that I was going to dress as Tigger for Halloween. And come to find out, um, beginning of October, I broke my right ankle playing Ultimate Frisbee. And I had rented, you know, it wasn't a Walmart Tigger. Like, I legit went to the costumer and rented, you know, this Disney World-worthy Tigger costume. Uh, and again, I had broken... hold my beer. Like, you yeah. know, go big or right. go home. <laughs> right. Oh, you telling me I got a broken leg and you're telling me I can't play a bouncing tiger? Yeah, hold oh, it. Watch me. Hold the beer. <laughs> So I did. So I went through with it and I, and I rented this, uh, you know, couple hundred dollar Tigger costume, which was three weeks pay for me back then. And, uh, I was, I was a Tigger on crutches for a senior year of high school, hopping around and, uh, being a goofball as usual. <clears throat> That's fun. And it was fun, you know? <clears throat> That's fun. Um, I, when, when I was like senior year, I remember like I, I had started working at Burger King in Clifton Park. So like, I always just saw everybody drive it, like the drive-through, by the way, first radio experience, Burger King drive-through, uh, it really can do wonders. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like, it turned out like every time something was broken, uh, like I could do everything. I may have been making sandwiches at the time, but I would hear my manager from the back, Marissa, drive through, because they would turn off any of the automated stuff. And all of a sudden I just had a talk and I'm just like, I don't <laughs> stop it. It's not making me <laughs> thinking back. I mean, you know, this was one of the comments that I saw from people at the reunion after the fact. We didn't have a lot of pictures taken that day. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it was like we all ended up at that pavilion at SPAC and we all forgot we had these things. Exactly. Like, it was crazy. It was as if we all flashed back to 2001 and, and we just forgot about this technology. So my question for you is like, what, what kind of technology do you wish we had? And on the flip side of that, glad we didn't. So great point about the reunion. I was going to mention that as well is that one, one thing I'm very happy about is the photo booth that we had because this little gem just came in the mail uh, oh God, you have last week. Yes. So this is, <laughs> this little gem is every single picture that went through that photo booth. You do know Rachel Williams is in every single photo, right? Oh, like, I'm <laughs> sure. And why wouldn't she be? That's Rachel. <laughs> I know. It's great. And so uh, I'm, I, I have yet to go through this, but I plan on going through it. I'm going to put it on the Facebook page for people that, you oh know, haven't, it couldn't go and everything else. I'll, I'll censor it if there's, you know, <laughs> 
Anybody got frisky in there? I don't think there were any boob shots or anything, though I don't know. Who knows? We'll find out, right? We will find out. So, but you're right. So I'm very grateful that I had this um, uh, with the photo booth, but it was literally as if that technology didn't exist. It was as if I was standing at the door with a basket saying, okay, keys and phones right here, Mm -hmm. because very little pictures were taken on phones and very few people were on phones. I mean, I, I, I was, I was I buzzing around it. everywhere the whole night. <laughs> yeah. I was buzzing around everywhere and I did not see a single person thumbing a keyboard or, or off chatting anything. It was as if you're exactly right that we were back in 2001 as we graduated. So that was amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. At the next one, I would probably still do the photo booth, but I would also have a professional photographer there, someone going around and taking the pictures for us, but getting them in those candid moments, right? The real moments, not necessarily the stuff that's staged and, oh, we smile and the girls squat and touch their legs, like just the real moments of people laughing with each other and hugging and smiling and all that stuff that we've been missing. Right. It's like every time a girl gets in front of a camera, like gravity takes over and they just bend down. And then, you know, so it was those kind of moments. I'm, I'm that, not your typical girl, I guess. I, <laughs> that's hilarious. But it was those kind of moments that, you know, still it's there's a part of me that's sad that we didn't get to capture that stuff. Um, so as far as the technology in uh, that we had in high school, thank God we didn't have these phones because holy cow, your, your life is, is, is a fishbowl, right? Yeah. I mean, you take a picture and as soon as you take that picture, <laughs> God knows who has it and who has access to it. You know, Google and Android and, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Apple and all these people have your stuff and they have it forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a, you know, it's not a view and delete type situation. So you like to think that kids are getting smarter as time goes on. Like, Hey, Everything you do is recorded now, so maybe don't do so much dumb stuff. Yeah, but they're not. In fact, I, they're like forcing the dumb stuff to get you seriously and likes and all the things, you know. And seriously, getting arrested on on purpose so that they can do one of these as they get in a car. Yeah, it's crazy. So I, you know, I think we all know how addictive the technology can be how we just will be you know we take it out to look at something quick and we just fall down a rabbit hole and we end up an hour later and you're looking around and you're like wow the day's wasted and i haven't yeah. done anything and all this stuff so uh i'm so grateful that our generation had beepers i wish we could still have beepers and bring those back and pagers <laughs> because you know it allow us to get back to really what's important in life. And that's conversation, right? It's not hiding behind a screen. It's, 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 Hey, I need you. Here's my number. Call me. Let's talk. Right. So I miss that, but I'm grateful that we didn't have that, you know, when we were graduating. I know. I'm super glad we didn't have social media. Cause I mean, I'll admit I, this got brought up at the reunion because it turns out I may have had one of the first online bullies. Now, um. Now we couldn't even afford like a, a computer when I was, when I was in high school. So we had like what was called web TV back then. Mm-hmm. And I only had an email, but there was this one girl and you know, three's a crowd, right? So like we were both mutual friends with somebody and she had said something negative about our mutual. And I said, can, you know, can you just stop? Like, I just don't, I'm not comfortable. And all of a sudden the emails started coming in. And I think I did, I experienced the first online bully and 
internet troll. Like, I think I did. <laughs> and like parents had to get involved or whatever, but she wouldn't say anything in, in school. Um, and oddly enough, I don't think she even goes by her name anymore. That was one of the things wow. that we were talking about at the reun reunion. So I'm like, interesting. But, yeah. um, you know, that being said, like, if, if I had social media and all that stuff, I mean, that would have been nutty yeah. back then, you know, for yeah. any of us. Um, on the flip side of that, though, I kind of do wish we had Zoom because of all the times where it's like, you know, parents didn't want to tote you around. Uh, it would have been pretty cool. And that's where the conversation still continues, right? Like you could actually at least have somewhat of a face to face and not just behind a text message or, you know, a DM or something. Um, yeah. I think that could have been pretty fun back in the day, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad mm -mm, I don't yeah. need Snapchat. Not, not in high school. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's, it's tricky and it's, you know, the kids today are facing this huge challenge. I mean, it really is. It's a, it's a, it's a mountain to climb with all this technology and, and how to handle it and how to use it properly and use it for good and not use it for all the bad. And it's a, it's a challenge that I think we're pretty blessed that we didn't really have to face. We're facing it as adults. We're not facing it as adolescents and teenagers and people that are still trying to find their identity and they're using this stuff to yeah. determine their identity. Uh, it's scary, you know, and I have two young girls and we're pretty strict on the screen time that they can have, you know, they have a certain amount that they're allowed a day, which is, you know, about up to a half hour a day, but they have to earn it. They don't just get it. It's, they need to do their, their chores, their homework, their, you know, pick up after dinner, then, okay, you get a little screen time. Yeah. So, but it's a challenge for sure. And it's, it's scary because the technology is not going anywhere. Well, you know? one, one last thing for you, if you could talk to 17, 18 year old Adam, what would you tell him? What, what kind of advice, uh, what would you tell him about the future? If I could talk to 17 year old me, I would tell him to stay focused. I would tell him to not give people such a hard time. I would tell him to be easier to love, easier to forgive. Um, I would tell him, listen to your parents well into your twenties because they still know best. And hopefully, uh, you know, shave a few of those dumb 20, 20 year old years off. Um, and I would tell him to um, keep his faith in God, keep his faith in family and um, and follow his dreams. Yeah. And look at you. Two businesses, successful, back to school, accomplished it during during a, the probably one of the craziest times that we've been alive during. So you're mm -hmm. definitely doing some big things, Adam. And thank you for putting on the reunion. There was a lot of people who wanted to like hop on today. Um, but when I told them nine o'clock, they were like, oh, that's really early. Uh, <laughs> so I was, my goal was to surprise you with all of a sudden, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I, I'm not MTV Productions. I can't make it all happen. Uh, but that being said, the, you know, we had a couple hundred people at the reunion and I know everybody had such a fantastic time. Um, so you definitely deserve some, some accolades and, and appreciation thrown your way. Cause that, I know that was a lot of undertaking um, and it was well appreciated as somebody who was nervous going in. I had an absolute blast. Uh, it, was, it was a great time reconnecting with people. So thank you for making it happen. <laughs> and if I can, uh, if I can drop a little, little nugget on here, I will. You had, you had mentioned earlier some of your insecurities going into this reunion just yeah. because it had been so long and because everybody had their own high school experience, which is completely understandable. 
And so what I tried to do for this was I, I was really thinking long and hard of any of the people that I had wronged in the past. And were there any people that I just didn't treat right? And I was, I had bullied or anything like that. And I said to myself, I really want to make this an opportunity for people like myself to make amends with, with, with the people that maybe I wronged, to apologize to those, those people and really offer that to everyone else. Like take this as an opportunity to say, listen, 20 years ago, I was a kid. I screwed up. I did something that, you know, probably hurt you and, uh, and make amends for that. And there were a lot of people that were coming forward and saying, listen, I can't make the reunion just because high school really wasn't fun for me. I had a lot of bad experiences and I was bullied and I don't want to see my ex-girlfriend there and I don't want to see my ex-boyfriend there. And, you know, they had all these reasons. And I really just tried to almost break it down like it was just a personal invitation. Listen, if you and I were in a good place, we had a good relationship come hang out with me, come for me, come and hang out and let's just talk and let's just see how it goes from there. And so one of the biggest challenges in getting people there was getting people over that hump of insecurities. Um, And there were a lot of people, there was a good portion of people that were there that were able to mentally do that. They were able to say, you know what, I'm going to swallow my my fears, my anxieties, my emotions. We're going to go check this out. We're going to give it a chance. Whether or not they drank a lot of liquor before they got there is irrelevant, right? Because they got there. I mean, I did uh, have vodka in my cup when I arrived, but and, that's the size well, of the Why party. not? <laughs> <laughs> and why not? It was a party, right? Yeah, a liquid um, courage is always okay. You know, yeah. I, don't, I don't need it everywhere. I mean, I can be on a stage in front of 10,000 people and be fine. But when you put me back in high school, it's a different animal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And so there were a lot of people that were still like that. They just couldn't They couldn't get over the, the memories and the emotions from 20 years ago, they couldn't put that aside. So really deep um, wounds, right? And deep scars for a a lot of people. And so um, the nugget that I'm going to drop is I would like to do this again next summer. Oh, cool. Um, I don't want to wait to the 25th anniversary, five more years. I feel like this was so successful and the people that went are now backing the idea and backing this whole thing. And so now instead of just me saying, Hey, please come, we're going to do this. 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 Mm -hmm. Well, now there's like you said, a couple hundred people that came and experienced it. And so now they're also spreading the word word to hopefully infiltrate the other ones that were, you know, uh, a little more apprehensive about doing it. And so if we throw another party next summer, um, it will be, you know, not necessarily under the premise of a 21st, you know, right. year graduation reunion, but it will be, listen, it's a, it's going to be a party and it's going to be for all those people that were on the fence last time. And, and, and please just take, take some time over the next year to just do some self-reflection, maybe reach out to those people that you had issues with or, um, you know, anything else work, work through yourself mentally and emotionally so that, next year you come and uh and we just have another big party i mean listen if i can do anything to help you um in in setup or trying to figure out you know what to do and who to get and like what we need and all those things i would love to help so you know please just let me know how i can your voice your voice is your biggest weapon right (laughs) you can you've got the reach to get the word out so Rock on with your bad self. Uh, so while Jess is still scrolling through her graduation classes Facebook page, um, just want to shout out to Adam. If anybody from the reunion is watching and wants to 
uh, send like a donation his way because I know that he did a lot of that out of pocket and I think he was definitely um, you know footing a lot of that still afterwards so I'm gonna throw his Venmo account up on the screen plus he did hint and he's already posted actually in our, our group that he wants to do it again this coming year so like an annual yeah thing. kind of making an annual thing because we had so much fun and you know it it really was crazy because what happens and um you know we talked about this is like nobody really took any pictures that day it was as if you that thing didn't that. exist you it was crazy that. it was so weird like all of a sudden we didn't have cell phones and it was like we were in 2000 2001 again you know That's crazy. and um so i wanted to ask you mm -hmm. you know thinking back to then is there a technology that you wish we had or are glad that we didn't have or both? Oh, my God. Social media back then would have been devastating. I remember a specific Listen, story. Listen, AOL Instant Messenger was, was devastating, devastating enough. enough. <laughs> Do you remember when we would have conversations? ASL. With, remember we have um, conversations and Nick, you had your screen name and mine was, are you ready for my screen name? I remember like it was yesterday. Go ahead. My favorite color was pink. So I was pinky. Oh my god, I remember that! 1584, which in retrospect now, yikes. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you get dirty about it, but yeah. But do you remember, like, we would have conversations and then we would print them out? No, I would never. You print your conversations out to show other people? Like, can you believe no. this dude? I that specific, sounds I, awful! I have, like, specific people in mind, by the way, oh. that I would be like, look at this conversation. I can't believe he said that to me. I this explains so much as to why you See, are we, the way you are now. We had some friends. Oh, I screenshot. <laughs> if you text me, nothing is safe. What would you tell 17 or 18-year-old Jess? Did like, you know what this advice? Is, did you know this is a trend on TikTok right now? Is it? No, I didn't. There's know. a trend on TikTok. 17, 16, 15, whatever year old you was having a conversation with you now. And it's like, oh, did we end up with so-and-so? It's like asking or like yeah. just different life situations. Knowing what I know now, if I knew that then, I would have like literally... <laughs> I'd have two friends, which basically I did, but whatever. Like, I wouldn't try so hard to have more friends, right? Like, I would 1 million percent have focused on, like, actual school and not mm. social. Like, I feel like back then I tried to, like, focus on my social life and not my education. And I now knowing what I know as a old lady... Um, Who's younger than me, so I'm offended. <laughs> I'm, we're geriatric millennials, okay? <laughs> I uh, would 100% focus on my grades and not so much my social life because in the end, like, how many people do I talk to now from then? Three. Two. Yeah. Three. Two? I don't talk to many. Yeah. So for me, I would probably say um, be you to everybody. Don't, oh. don't, you know what I'm That's saying? That's good. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. Don't hide parts of yourself from people because you think they're going to dislike you. Um, just be you and, and know that I guess like, you know, that you can't, you, first of all, you can't control how anybody else is. All you can control is how you react to it. So that's another thing, you know, like be you control what you can control really. Um, I mean, this is good advice for like every, everyone keep talking keep and talking. things are going to be hard, but you're going to be okay. Keep going. Mr. File. He was the health teacher and yeah. and something else. What else was he? He wasn't a gym teacher too. But I remember him doing like the whole suicide unit, and this still sticks out to me yeah. to this day. 
where he was like, suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Verbatim. Yeah, that's true. Um, 20 years later, here we are. I'm still here, Mr. File. Yeah. Thank you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe. Wow, that I just got know. real. That got deep. I got, not deep, but like morbid and shit. Uh, <laughs> also me. I'm all wearing all black, sister. <sighs> anyway, um, so more hello from mars uh we're gonna start doing this bi-weekly so uh, that means you know, every two weeks if you went to shen yeah <laughs> uh so yes this me. episode is out here on september 14th another episode is going to be coming out on the 28th and so on and so forth uh but season two officially kicked off uh thank you so much for tuning in and you can find us on all socials and all streaming platforms so oh hey do you remember mr file unfortunately yes he wore the same damn sweatpants every, every day. day.